You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss how to access physical and mental strength beyond your own. All right. Have you ever had those days where you just felt like you couldn't go on anymore physically or mentally or maybe both? but you just had to keep going. Today, we're gonna talk about how to access that mental and physical strength beyond your what you could possibly do on your own. And I'm going to use the analogy of a yoke to help you visualize what I'm talking about. Now, the yoke that I'm talking about is the one that is used for like a team of oxen to pull a load. The purpose of a yoke is to harness a pair of animals so that they can drag a load together as efficiently as possible. Now, a yoke is not used very much these days, right? Because we have tractors and cars. (laughs) Um, But they were used quite a bit back in the day, especially when oxen were plowing soil and things. Now, if you've never seen a yoke, It's a beam carved from a single piece of wood that's fitted to an ox's shoulders. And then coming down from that beam um, is a strap or a bow that goes around the neck and attaches to some pegs to secure that yoke to the oxen. Then there's this hitch point where they come together and it connects the yoke to what's being pulled. Now, this beam that rests in the front of the shoulder hump or the withers of the oxen is distributing the weight and enabling natural and comfortable movement. Now, if you were to Google a yoke, you could probably come up with like 50 different types. It's kind of like cars. You can get the basic concept, but there are so many different ways to build one that they all end up looking slightly differently. But there is one yoke that is the best. And that is the custom fitting yoke. The Lamborghini of all yokes was designed for each oxen size and specifically built for their bodies. Having a Lamborghini yoke allowed each of the oxen of unequal size or strength to pull together without one being dragged by the other. Now, the other really cool thing about yokes is farmers used to train young oxen to plow by partnering them with stronger or more mature oxen. So the job of the younger ox was simply to follow in the same direction and keep pace with the teacher ox. The older ox pulled most of the weight and understood the commands of the plow driver. So as long as the young ox followed the older ox, everything was fine. But if the younger ox decided to spend uh, speed up or lag behind, the work became much more difficult. Only by keeping pace with the older ox could the younger ox complete the day's work without collapsing from exhaustion. All right, you're probably like, okay, I'm fully versed in oxen yokes. <laughs> what does this have to do with spirituality? 
Well, in Matthew eleven twenty nine through 30, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and for ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is offering us a yoke to help make our burdens easier and lighter. You are carrying many loads in your life that are causing you to feel an extra burden and mentally and physically. Jesus is offering you a yoke to help carry those burdens. This yoke he's offering you is designed to carry your burdens, your burdens specifically, and it's intended to help you get the work done that you couldn't possibly do on your own. Plus, this yoke is custom fitted to you and your specific circumstances. This is the Lamborghini of all yokes, just for you. That's because the Savior has already atoned for everything that is placed on your shoulders. You are the less mature oxen stepping into that yoke with a seasoned veteran oxen. And remember how the farmer was able to teach the less mature oxen? That's right. They yoked them together. Our heavenly parents are yoking us with someone who understands the direction and the commands of the farmer or our heavenly parents. When we step into this yoke, we're able to humbly do his will and allow him to guide and direct our lives. President Nelson said, you come unto Christ to be yoked with him and with his power so that you're not pulling life's load alone. You're pulling life's load yoked to the savior and redeemer of this world. And suddenly your problems, no matter how serious they are, become lighter. But how does that work in real life to be yoked to the savior? What are the real steps to yoking to the savior, right? Well, I have practiced stepping into this yoke with the Savior, and I've noticed common themes as I've practiced and prayed about these steps. And these principles, I've been feeling God guiding me in and being able to express them to you. And I know that because God is much more clever than me and gave me this pattern in the form of which I'm going to call the four A's of yoking. So, I totally could not have come up with that on my own, for sure. I So I've created a little handout with these four A's on it so that you can work on developing them more. Or you can share it with someone else or you can use it as a lesson help if you want. So um, just click the link in my show notes and you can download this um, handout with the outline of these four A's. So the first A is to ask. You've probably heard the scripture, ask and it shall be given unto you, right? Well, there is power in asking. Remember, we have agency and God can't interfere with our agency and push us into the yoke. But think about asking as you showing God that you are ready to step into the yoke. I like to use this concept with my Seeking Personal Revelation journal. When I, um, which I'll link in my show notes for you if you want to check that out. But I like to sit down before I pray and think about what parts of my day could use strength beyond my own. Then I write those down. And in my prayer, I talk to God about how I'd like help with some of those things. 
That way I'm practicing stepping into the yoke every day. But you might be thinking, but I can't just ask for anything and get it. And you're right, this isn't a drive-through orderer and you can't just put in what you ex- what you want and expect to get back what you ordered. Which brings me to my next A of yoking to the Savior, which is to align. What we are asking must be in alignment with what God knows will be best for us. Now, this can be easy if you're thinking about asking to win the lottery or something. God probably isn't going to help you with that. <laughs> but this can be harder when we're right asking for righteous things and seeking something and it's still not in alignment with God. So step number four will help you address that. But what I want you to know is that different things that are in alignment with God, God will give you strength, healing, focus, energy, love, compassion, guidance, peace, comfort, motivation. So when you are in alignment and aligning your will and adjusting, you can see that there might be something else that God might want to offer you for that challenge you're facing. Now, step number three, I think, is the most important step, which is to act. In James 1.22, it says, be a doer of the word and not just hearers only. We receive better information and confirmation when we act. Last week's episode, I dove uh, a lot more into this concept with decision making, that we can take two steps forward and one step back if we need to when we act. Acting is how we access the power. Think about it. If the inexperienced oxen in the yoke with the veteran oxen does not move forward, then the veteran oxen can't help with the load. And remember that oxen ends up being even more exhausted in the end from not acting, right? But also action helps with the fourth step, which is to assess. The scriptures talk about experimenting on the word. That means acting, then assessing what that action got, and then making adjustments, right? When you act and you don't get what you asked for, go back and reassess. See if there's something else God can help you with in regards to that situation. Can God help you maybe have rest instead of pushing forward so hard? Can God give you acceptance of your circumstance rather than changing them for you? Can God give you compassion for yourself rather than energy or get everything done? God is there ready to give us power. We just need to be in alignment with the power he is giving us. Otherwise, we can't receive what we're acti- we aren't acting on. If I ask for strength to push forward with something and it's God's will that I actually rest, then I'm not going to get the strength because I'm not acting. I'm acting on the wrong thing. If I were to reassess the next day and talk with God and see if God wants me to do something else like rest, then I act on that. God can provide what I'm really in need of. So this can take some time and help in making these steps a reality especially if we have some thoughts that really push us into wanting to do things our way. And these thoughts can keep us from accessing the power that God is wanting to give us. And that's one of the principles I really teach in my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program. 
I'm going to be opening it up at the end of August. So if you're wanting to join us for this next round and learn to remove those mental barriers to accessing God's power, then jump on the wait list so I can notify you when it opens up. All right. I will see you next week. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. If you liked today's episode, check out the show notes for links to other episodes you might like too. And while you're there in my show notes, look for the links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.